Welcome to the Double Technical Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Lucas Ryman. I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. We are here to talk some sports. You know, it is just me, as you probably heard me drop my pin. All right. there. There's quite a few things, like quick things that, you know, I'm going to talk about today. Probably won't be too long of a show, but I don't know how many times that I say that and then I end up going uh, pretty long. But as always, we start off with the local squads and the local segment is brought to you by SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com and use code double technical at checkout for $20. Yes, a cold $20 off your first ticket purchase. To start, we are going to talk about none other than Big Blue Nation. Uh, They had a game against Auburn on Saturday that we talked with Michael about. And uh, (laughs) honestly, it couldn't have gone any better for us. Uh, We ended up winning 80 to 53, you know, really good game in terms of, you know, the way that we just came out and executed. Uh, We limited Auburn to 29% from three and 32% from the floor overall. And then looking at the stats from our side, remember, we did not have Reed Travis in this game. So this was exclusively, you know, we we had to use some more backups. And so we had PJ doing what PJ does best. 24 points, 5 of 8 from 3, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Um, e, um, EJ Montgomery, who came in for Reed and started, had 6.7 boards. Not too bad. Uh, Hero, 3 for 6 from 3, 6 for 12 from the floor altogether, 17 points. And then a great thing, first time in double digits in a while, uh, we had, well, minus Tennessee game and stuff, but Haggins went out, did his things, 14 points, five assists. Um, but the the crazy, the craziest one, okay, right here, Keldon Johnson, our starting guard, eight points, five assists, 17 rebounds. He... Auburn had 24 rebounds altogether. He had 17 rebounds himself. That is ridiculous. He was just a fiend on the glass for some reason. And, you know, he helped us almost out-rebound them by 20. I mean, <laughs> that's um, that's pretty astonishing, honestly. And uh, uh, not... <sighs> Not at all what I was expecting. I mean, that, that that's really impressive and really exciting. So, big win. You know, we're, we're 23-4. and four. Um, We're getting to the end of February. We have a game on Tuesday versus Arkansas. Power Index says that we're going to win 95.6% chance. <sighs> and I, I don't know what you want to hear from me. Auburn has lost or I'm sorry, Arkansas has lost their last five games. Um, so I'm not overly worried and they have lost them, um, by big margins, minus a loss at Missouri where they only lost by one point, but every other game has been by seven points or more. And yeah, I'm, I know I shouldn't act like this, but it's at Rupp arena. They're 14 and 13 overall. I think we go out there, we handle our business, uh, it, admittedly, we 
you know, got to stay focused on this game because Saturday, another big matchup as we go up against Tennessee, who I'm going to talk about briefly um, in terms of the NCAA and, you know, what what everything's looking like going forward. Uh, dropped one to LSU, which has really kind of shaken up the SEC standings. We are now in a three-way tie for first. Uh, that's Tennessee, UK, and LSU all <laughs> tied. I mean, it's crazy. Tennessee, though, is still undefeated at home, but we do play them at home on Saturday. Uh, we'll talk more about that game with Michael. We'll just have to wait and see what happens, honestly. Now, we're going to switch gears to talk about NKU, and I'm not very happy to talk about them. Um, as we all know, um, Saturday was the final home game for Drew McDonald. Um, it was a versus Cleveland state who is one of, or well, honestly, I think they are the worst team in the horizon league. And you, you know, I, I, I went out there and I said, you know, we're definitely going to go and and take care of business. And I don't know what's been going on this month, but we just did not execute at all. And Cleveland State, the the worst team in the division, snapped our 20-game home win streak as we lost 83-77. to um, And it... it it's just frustrating on on multiple different accounts. First off, last home game for Drew McDonald, he had 22 points, seven rebounds, uh, four assists. Um, I know he was trying to you know do his thing, but he did not shoot very well from the field. And ultimately, we as a team just did not shoot well. I mean, uh, Tate did his thing with 19 points. Walton had 12, but everyone else shot very very poorly we are 25 percent from three as a whole um 43 percent from the floor while we allowed them to go 37 percent from three and over 50 percent from the floor um we got lit up by hill on their side 26 points 12 rebounds uh they also had two of their starters 15 points a piece uh, this is just not this is literally like the the worst way this season could end up going, you know, we're now a game back on right state. We're, you know, gonna have to hope that they lose and we got to win. I mean, it's like all of our issues that weren't there are all of, a, all of a sudden coming out in the month of February. And it's just, it's been unacceptable. I mean, we've, um, we've won, let's see, one, two, Three games and dropped one, two, three, four games. So three and four in the month of February. Sorry, I had to like count that up <laughs> while you're here. But it's frustrating. I feel sorry for Drew. Um, I feel sorry for the fans. Um, really thought that he'd be able to go out on an excellent note. Uh, maybe have scored a little bit more. I think he was 32 points away from 2,000 career points. Um, so he'll still get that for the year, but you would have loved, 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 loved to have that happen at home in a victory. 
you know, to continue our home streak. But instead, now now we're in big what ifs. You know, we're we're game back on Wright State. Like I said, who was on a hot win streak? They have won six in a row, and we gotta hope they slip up, or we are not gonna make the tournament this year, in which we should have, um, or we should. And it's just frustrating. It uh, it's very hard. Um, I never thought that I would care so much about NKU basketball, but I was uh physically upset and bothered by what happened in this Cleveland State game, and um, we're just gonna have to to hope that we can somehow get lucky and turn this thing around, but ultimately we will have to wait and see. Next. Briefly, we're going to talk about FC Cincinnati just because, you know, I want to get back in the swing of mentioning them. Uh, They had a friendly against Columbus Crew on Saturday. Me and Brian briefly talked about it as we are getting ready um, this coming weekend to start our first MLS season, our inaugural, um, you know, season. Uh, We got owned pretty badly. Uh, Columbus beat us 3-0. Um... I mean, it's a friendly, so I'm not overly concerned. But, you know, Seattle Sounders on Friday, we'll talk about it. Or, I'm sorry, on Saturday, we'll talk about it on the Friday show. Um, That is the kickoff. That is a game that truly matters to FC Cincinnati in this organization. And I cannot wait to see what happens. Then uh, the Reds, good old Reds, they are, you know, in spring training like me and Brian talked about last week. Uh, They tied the Indians uh, 3-3 on Saturday because, you know, it's spring training. They only play one extra, I do believe. And then yesterday we beat the Los Angeles Angels uh, 14-2. Again, it's spring training, nothing to get too worked up about. Um, love though that 14 and two would love to see our offense be that effective all year. Um, but you never truly know. And we play the Mariners tonight, uh, the giants Tuesday, white Sox Wednesday and the Brewers Thursday. Um, and yeah, then, I mean, those are all the games that'll happen now, uh, in between, um, a Friday. Yeah. Sorry. I had to think about that. But that's everything that I want to talk about locally. I know that wasn't very long, but there's not too much to talk about. Bengals, there's nothing new going on, so I didn't want to discuss that. So, again, this is the local segment brought to you by SeatGeek. Go to SeatGeek.com or download the SeatGeek app. Use code DOUBLETECHNICAL at checkout for $20 off your first ticket purchase. Now, instead of taking a break, I'm just going to keep rolling with it. You know, I, I knew this show would probably be a little bit shorter than most, but... I'm cool with that. It's Monday. You know my shows run a little bit shorter since I'm not blabbing. Um, NFL. I want to talk briefly about NFL news. Um, Friday, uh, because I recorded on Thursday, we had did not have the opportunity to talk about Robert Kraft being caught in a sting operation um, with not human trafficking, but he he was caught soliciting prostitution um, from somebody at a massage parlor. Everyone wants to make a big old stink about this. The whole point at the end of the day 
Uh, he did something very illegal. It was wrong. Um, but it's his first time. He'll get off with a warning. He'll have to go down to Florida and take a mug shot. Um, but in Florida, you don't have to have representation or you don't have to be there for the judge. He'll probably ha- have a, a guilty plea. He'll have his lawyers down there represent him so he can stay up in New England. And ultimately, he's not going to serve jail time like you're supposed to, but um, he will probably have community service. He will probably have a little bit, uh, you know, he'll have a fine that he'll have to pay and things like that. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not going to be uh, very serious, but it still is crazy that the owner of the Patriots would be so stupid and negligent and um, just ballsy enough to do that. I mean, trying to 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 solicit prostitution from someone, it's just nasty. That's a money power grab. And, you know, I wonder personally what uh, family issues and repercussions he's going to have because that's just very wrong and uh, not something uh, anybody should feel comfortable doing. But sadly, he did because I'm sure of money and power and things like that. But I I don't want to dive too much into that. Either way, he's not going to go to jail. He'll have a plea deal. He'll get out of this pretty much scot-free. It'll be interesting, though, to see ultimately what the NFL decides to do in a form of a punishment on him. So that'll be the very interesting part. Um Still no news in terms of Antonio Brown and where he's going to go. Le'Veon Bell, still no news regarding him. Um, There's more rumors that the Arizona Cardinals may possibly take Kyler Murray at the number one overall spot. Uh, This really is contingent on how he measures at the NFL Combine. Um, And... It's it's really going to be interesting um, to see what happens. Uh, according to NFL sources, because the Arizona Cardinals' uh, new head coach, I'm blanking on his name and I apologize for that, but he comes from the same coaching tree of Oklahoma. Um, he's used to Kyler Murray playing against, or coaching against him, and I'm sure he probably recruited him since he did go to the Big 12. Um, he... <sighs> Look, we're about to have a guy who's going to make history as being drafted in the first round of the MLB draft and will be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft, won the Heisman, and he could potentially be the number one overall pick because he would fit into the new Arizona system if the coach they hired uh, runs it out of Texas Tech. And um, I, 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 that means they would have to trade uh, Josh Rosen. Um, but more rumors that we are hearing is that move is, uh, trading him is very, very possible. But again, it's all contingent on where Kyler Murray measures height wise. It's so weird that football cares about this. They want everyone to fit into parameters. They want them to fit into a box and, uh, be able to look at who has been successful doing that. When you have sports like the NBA, when we love the freaks, NFL is not quite like that. We we like, well, they, I should say, like their prototypical um, people that you can plug in and expect 
uh, to perform because you have somebody who has done that. But the one thing that I always say about that is why can't you start a new mold? Why can't we have Kyler Murray be someone who you look back on when you have another guy who's short and be like, look, Kyler Murray was successful. He can be successful. So it's 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 a strange thing, but we'll we'll wait and see. Uh, then uh, NCAA news that I just want to briefly talk about. I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um, Tennessee going down to LSU. LSU now has a three-way tie with us. Tennessee, it's going to be interesting to see who gets the number one seed for, um, you know, the, uh, yeah, the SEC tournament. I'm so sorry. Um, in other news, uh, Villanova lost to Xavier 66 to 54 first three game losing streak for Villanova um, in the past I think like three or four years Michigan State sadly knocked down my Michigan Wolverines 77 to 70 uh, first home loss for Michigan in I think it was 22 straight games um, and then uh, I, I guess I should have mentioned this with the UK but um, that win against Auburn was 298 for Cal, um, which makes him second in UK history, only to Rupp, who obviously we named the arena after him, so that's pretty significant. Um, uh, and, on, and the only other thing, eight old Miss players kneeled in response to a rally that was going on close to campus. I uh, don't want to get too political, but I just thought that that was a very interesting, um, interesting update. And I'm, you know, very interested to see what happens this next few weeks. Kansas has an important game against Kansas State. They may not win uh, the Big 12 for the first time in, I think, like 13 years. Um, a lot of crazy things happen in the NCAA this year. You know, uh People aren't realizing in our backyard at Murray State that John Morant um, is balling out and probably going to be a top five pick in the NBA draft this season. Um, Dude is talented and only 18 years old and averaging like 20 and 10 just about. (sighs) There's a lot of crazy things going on and I just cannot wait for tournament time. Um, And obviously, you know that we'll be on here talking about that and breaking all that down. And then the last thing that I want to talk about was NBA, of course. Only real thing NBA-wise that I want to talk about is the fact that, A, uh, Knicks ended their 18-game home losing streak against the Spurs last night, 130-118 to victory over them. Um, and it was mentioned at the Oscars to Spike Lee, uh, you know, just to make him excited. Um, LeBron is probably not going to make the playoffs for the first time in like 13 years. Um, so I wonder what that will do to the NFL ratings, honestly, NFL, NBA ratings. Um, I mean, they still have the potential to make it in as an eight or a seven seed, but I just don't know if he's going to be able to galvanize his troops and, and get them to perform because all of these players know that they're not wanted. And I said this, the moment that that trade failed, that this is what, you know, 
uh, New Orleans brass wanted. And it is, it's kind of a payback for what happened with Anthony Davis. And um, it's really sabotaged his team. Those young players are not performing well. They understand that they are um, a part of the puzzle and just pieces that can be moved and discarded. Um, to make way for someone else, and I think that that has rubbed them the wrong way and really, really regressed a lot of them. Ingram has not played well. Ball has not played well. Um, they got rid of Zubak, who was playing well, and just a lot of mistakes are being made um, from the top brass of the Lakers with magic and, and heck I'll even say LeBron, you know, LeBron is in playoff mode and trying to get these guys to perform better. But the thing is, is LeBron's still not playing the greatest right now. He's making mistakes. I'm seeing him be lazy and we're probably going to have a situation in where we do not have LeBron in the playoffs uh, for the first time in my recent memory that I can even think of. I mean, eight straight finals appearances, it is going to be awkward and strange to say the least to not have LeBron James in the conversation for the NFL, uh, NFL, the second time it said that the NBA finals. And I don't know. I, I want to know your guys' opinion about that because this is the one thing that's, uh, kind of troubling the, me the most is just I I am a big LeBron supporter but I I was a very big proponent that he should not have left the east for the west and now that he has uh, he's kind of stifled himself and he he's going to struggle with under this organization until they get some bigger and better pieces around him because you you can't succeed with one star in this league. And it's frustrating. But ultimately, we'll have to wait and see what comes out of it. I mean, they have 23 games left. And they need to turn something on and find themselves and play, as LeBron said, uncomfortably um, and, and push themselves because if they don't, and we have a LeBron James-less playoffs. I'm sure the NBA ratings will be hurt. And I'm sure there'll need to be something done immediately to ensure this does not happen again. But that's everything that I want to talk about. Um, sorry if it seemed like I rambled off really quickly or, or, or didn't really talk too much. But it's... um. It's kind of a crazy time in terms of just like a lot of things happening, but not big enough that I want to, you know, truly sit here and talk your guys' ear off about it. You know, I definitely wanted to talk about the local squads and everything, and I really wanted to talk about NKU because I think that's the thing that had me the most upset this sports weekend. Um, but ultimately, not too much going on, but we are getting so close, guys, to where things truly matter with uh, college basketball and with the NBA um, baseball is coming back and they will be having opening day here in about a month or so so we we are really rearing up our MLS starts this weekend get ready it is about to be an exciting time on this podcast a lot of things are going to be happening but we will be joined by a lot of our uh, 
you know, our friends and hopefully even more friends and special guests uh, going forward. So I hope everyone enjoyed today's show. And again, I hope you had a great weekend and I hope you have a great Monday, a great week until Friday when we talk to you again. Um, and uh, yeah, that that's it. So this is Luke's Ryman. This is Double Technical Podcast, and I will talk to you all on Friday. Peace out. <laughs>